goddamn greatest motherfucking anime podcast of all motherfucking time, Minamics. I'm your host, Flippolo, the life giver. Uh, I'm joined today by my wonderful co-host, Paulie the Wise Guy. Consecutive normal punches. <laughs> Nine bomb. You know, we're not always here, but we're always moving. <laughs> and, uh... The fat queen herself, young Yoni. Yo, what's up? I don't know. Did you just say fat or fab? Either way, I'm with it. <laughs> I, I said fat, F-A-P. F-A-T? F-A-P. Not T, but P. Like P-P. Oh, fap. Oh, <laughs> shit, fat, fap, fat. I don't fat. give a fuck. I'm down Fabulous. with it either way. What's yeah. up, my niggas? Fabulous alone party. I'm all with it. What's up? <laughs> what is up? I'm with the shits today. What's up? Uh, uh, yes. All right. So, uh, as far as I can tell, things have stayed the same for us. So, uh, you know, we review shows. Uh, we give it a Minamics or Minamic, no plural. There's only one Namekian left. His name is Piccolo. Oh, no. That's Dende and others, but we don't care about that. Uh, we give it a mind dynamic if it's a great show slash episode. Uh, we give it a needs more training if it needs work and is on the cusp of either greatness or destruction. And we give it a special beam cannon if it is trash and has no hope for redemption. Uh, we are reviewing three shows currently. Uh, that Sherlock joint, no Guns Life and uh, the current GOAT, My Hero Academia. Uh, we're going to start off with Sherlock, episode 9. Right, right, guys? Right? Yeah. Uh, we're going to go ahead and since his name has 9 in it, we're going to let 9 Bong begin. I have to give the review of the episode first, the recap. Yeah, recap. We're doing it differently now. I literally just said. <laughs> no changes and nobody said nothing. Sorry, lovey. <laughs> Sorry, lovey. So what we do now is I, Yoni, give the recap of each episode and then everyone gives their review. That way, nobody's review is trying to review the entirety of the episode. They can just review parts that they liked. Sound good? Don't deep sigh me, baby. I love you. I love you too. I love you too. Okay. Episode nine of Sherlock Joint. In this episode, we start off with an ear in a box as a threat for Irene to give back the egg drive to Jack. Soon she moves in with Sherlock, leaving Watson of his bitch duties around the house and making him feel very useless and replaceable. Watson decides to help Futio in his quest to woo Maki-san with all of his brand new spare time. While Futio treats Maki to a famous shopping spree, acting like T.I., she can have whatever she likes. Anyway, Mor- Moriarty gets uh, three 
Rocky go tickets for him, Watson, and Sherlock. An emergency comes up, and Moriarty is unable to go. So Irene goes in his place. Returning from the show, they find Sherlock's place tossed and another threat from Jack. They re- relocate Irene to a gangster theater, and Watson decides he no longer wants to be an independent black woman who don't need a man and attempts to help Sherlock and Irene. <laughs> Watson is attacked and Sherlock goes after the guy that attacks Watson. The police show up to the theater to tell Irene Jack has gotten Moriarty. Clearly, Irene has never seen a scary movie ever in her life and opens the door to none other than Jack. After refusing to tell Jack where the drive is, he stabs her, leaving her for dead. When Watson reaches her finally, Moriarty just so happens to be there with Irene. Watson calls an ambulance while Moriarty chases unsuccessfully after Jack. We find out later that unfortunately she does not make it and Watson begins to wonder how Moriarty bitch ass knew where she was to begin with. <clears throat> Damn, she died? I guess I missed it. I was looking at my phone or some shit when that... Uh... God damn, don't admit that to the cast. Come on, man. I'm on the no, same no, page. No, no, I didn't no, know no. she died. I'm, about to say <laughs> 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 I'm weak. Well, um, based on the recap, I didn't have a lot of feelings uh, going over most of the episode. Uh, to me, Moriarty was surprised when she said Jack was after her because f- I'm starting to feel like Moriarty is Jack. But mm. like, to me, it's like, oh, Jack is after you. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, I'm on the inside. What the hell do you know? I don't know who cut off the ear, but sure as hell wasn't, like, Jack. <laughs> That's what I felt about it. Um, most of the episode was, like, uh, I just watched it, like, 30 minutes ago, but nothing of it stuck other than that one moment. Um, overall, I still think this is, like, a needs more training territory. It could have been a dynamic, but, like, man, I even, like, I missed that part where, like, she died. I was like, well, I guess that shit isn't even important. So I'm going to give this a need more training. Ah, oh, shit. What, did we lose you? I think so. Did we lose him? Um, I guess needs more training from gone. <clears throat> um, Yoni, what did you think about this episode? Okay. So this episode actually got me reeled back into the show because as I told y'all, I didn't even completely watch episode eight. I finally watched it all the way and I liked it. Um, But this ear in the box thing, um, I kind of think that was a little bit pointless, but I get it, you know, trying to send a message to Jack because that was Irene's friend. Um, Gon, you said you don't know why she was, I, why Jack would be coming after her is because she's the one that stole the drive from the mayor in the first place. I know um, that much, but like, like I don't think it's the actual Jack. I think it's somebody who wants that data, Jack. Yeah. Uh. So ugh, this is hard to review when you've watched so much. <laughs> 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 Got to pretend to be clueless. Anything could happen. I was surprised. (laughs) That's really how I feel right now. Uh, So, I 
my feelings is whenever they, you know, uh, Moriarty got those tickets for them to go see Rocky go. That's the part where I started suspecting that Moriarty was Jack because um, he got the tickets. Then all of a sudden there's an emergency and he leaves and then uh, him, you know, just conveniently Irene, Sherlock and Watson all go. And then they come back to this like really fucked up apartment like everything is tossed and turned and Sherlock has the drive on him and it's just you know like it's all starting to be a little questionable I'm just like "Mm, this all happened while Moriarty is gone and then they go to the theater Sherlock takes Irene to the theater and it's like only me you and Watson know that you're here and then uh I for why the fuck she opened the door? Like, she in a movie theater. You would think she would be thinking about movies, about scary movies, and every scary movie. If somebody say this, why would... <sighs> I just... I, I got so pissed off at her because there's a couple of things that pissed me off about it. One, if only you and Sherlock and Watson know you're in the theater, why the fuck would you open the door for the police? If the police... I don't even know where you are. Like the only other person that knew where she was was uh the only person that knew where she was was freaking um freaking the the Mr. What's it Conico? Is that his name? Boss Conico? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, he was the one that gave them the place. So why would and he's he's like a, a a gangster boss. So why would he send the police there? So her opening the door for the police that was already stupid in my head. And then, yeah, it was just it was just dumb. And then whenever the person stabbed her, and then they left, and then just conveniently as they're leaving, Watson comes down the stairs, and Moriarty's like, "It was Jack. I'll be back," and just runs off. I was like, uh, "Jack is you." And I was just waiting for her to say it. But um, this this episode actually kind of kept me on my toes. It got me reeled back in from all of the boring episodes that we've been kind of dealing with. Um, but I guess, you know, some like some shows need that where they need to be, you know, doing the slow thing. And then they pick it back up and it gets better. So I'm going to definitely give it a dynamic. Uh, partly because I did like the episode, partly because I already know what is about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so my namek from me. All right, got a my namek from Yoni. You sound uh, so much better, baby. Well, because I am now recording like an adult, I'm not like, <laughs> not like a fool. <clears throat> um, moving on to uh, Polly. Yo, <clears throat> so uh, I like several things about this episode. The first being that one, we're like squarely uh, and firmly back into the driver's seat of the main plot, which is the Jack the Ripper uh, um, hunt for Jack the Ripper, uh, which I like that more than any of the other side quests or side little detective stories that we've had to witness. Uh, and it's not to say that those have been bad because we did get some character building throughout those episodes, but they just not have they haven't been as interesting as this particular case. Um, so that's uh, thing number one. Thing number two, I really kind of like how they're like uh, fully committed to the Fukio uh, subplot <clears throat> with him and what's 
what's his uh, love interest name? Yumiko? Is that what her name is? Who? What's Fukio's uh, love interest name? Maki. Maki, Maki, Maki. So uh, I like how they kind of like really committed to that. And so that was like kind of like a pleasant thing to kind of watch throughout the episode too. Um, but otherwise, I would say that Yoni pretty much touched on everything. I think the Irene, I'm not sure how you guys missed the Irene thing. Maybe you weren't like, I don't want to say you're not paying attention to the episode, but maybe you got taken out of the episode somehow. But yeah. it's basically the cliffhanger of the episode that we're left on. Um, so um, I feel like I'm, I'm more excited to come back for next episode than any other episode thus far. So uh, my name is from my name is from Polly. All right, a my name is from Polly. I guess we got fucking ten motherfuckers saying my name now. I don't like it. We're gonna have to go back. <laughs> to I love you too, baby. <clears throat> no, 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 no. Baby, um, baby, don't be so, so mad. I'm, nope. So I'm gonna give it a my uh, <laughs> name as well. I did miss the Irene died uh, announcement. I guess it was literally at the end. With I the know credit. it was like that's what I'm saying. Like I looked at like they were talking about. Like like Watson or somebody got the call like they adjust they or no Sherlock was telling him or something like that like they're working on Irene right now some shit like that right or maybe it's the other way around Watson is telling Sherlock that shit and then I look yeah. down at my phone for whatever reason two seconds later <laughs> I look up and they're already talking about or or they're doing the inner you know monologue or whatever yeah. with Watson thinking about how did Moriarty or what was Mori- Moriarty doing there. You know what I'm saying? So in that brief second, I feel well, I guess they just didn't react that hard to Irene dying, especially Sherlock, who got like basically breastfed in that fucking tanning booth. That was fucking amazing. I'm you know what I'm saying? Like, that was so amazing. It made me feel something of a kinship to Sherlock because you know I, I like titties too. So I thought that this was gonna she was gonna be like a key player for the rest of the series, but I guess this is gonna be the catalyst for you know what I'm saying? The uh, the climax of the the whole first season. Um, <clears throat> I definitely like the uh, what's the chick name? Miko San, the 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 one that your boy with the glasses is, is Maki. Maki, Maki, that bitch. Um, he uh, bro, he was tricking so hard, and then it worked amazingly. <laughs> like, nigga brought a wedding ring, brought an engagement esque ring. I'm just telling to hold you, this broad hand. He was given the ti, the ti treatment. She could have whatever she like. The si for simp. It was bad. Like, was like <laughs> <laughs> hey, it, it, it ain't tricking if he got it. He thought. I guess. I guess this nigga <laughs> saved up all his fucking earnings from solving cases just to spend on this chick, but it worked out. And I guess you know, he got some, got a little coochie coochie coo. You know what I'm saying? But anyway. Uh, stabbed this broad up, didn't get the hard drive, but killed Irene, so it was it was rough. So, but now we're about to see about Moriarty's fuckery in the future episodes, I'm sure. Uh, I almost watched ahead, but I was like, I just want to be surprised each week, so I'm gonna go ahead and not. But, Being uh, the one that has to review that shit. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, it's uh, it's gonna be a dynamic from moi. And Gong, are you the only one that gave it a fucking needs more training? That's fucking right. 
Okay, Fucking well, needs the more training. spirit of Star is still around, <laughs> even when he's not here. Uh, moving on to No Guns Life, episode 11, 12? 12. 12. 12, right. 12, the very last episode right. of this season. All right, uh, I guess, Yoni, do your little your introductory thing, please. Okay, sweetie, whatever you say. Um, I'm reading directly off of Wikipedia because I lost my actual note, so forgive me. Um, it says, Client Danny Yo takes Juzo and Mary to meet Rosa McMahon. She, loses her, she lost her parents and leg in a car crash apparently caused by an extend. Rosa believes the house is haunted, but Danny is certain a thief is behind the sightings. Rosa is scared of Juzo and distrustful of Mary due to her fear of extent. Juzo discovers the ghost is actually a pair of autonomous robotic hands. He returns. I did not say that word right, but thank you guys for not making fun of me. He returns and confronts Danny, revealing evidence that Danny is behind the mystery and that he is after something belonging to Rosa's father, George. However, Danny leaves with Rosa, who mistrusts Juzo, but she becomes suspicious of Danny, who admits that the locket from her father contains valuable data proving the danger of Bruin's extents. He had arranged the car crash to obtain it, but the extents hand saved Rosa's life. Danny prepares to shoot Rosa, but one of the extent hands sacrifices itself to protect her. Juzo catches them and saves Rosa, then loudly claims the data as his payment, so Rosa will no longer be a target. Back at the office, Rosa's attitude to extend softens, and Juzo's theories the extend's hands were hired by Rosa's father to protect her. He then discovers the surviving extend hand had followed him. All right, uh, autonomous. Anyway, uh, thank so- you, baby. <laughs> thank you, baby. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're so welcome. Uh, <laughs> Yoni, we're going to actually go ahead and start with your review. Okay. Uh, take it away. Um, I think this was pretty anticlimactic for it to be the season ender. Sad. Um, uh, especially since, you know, we've been through so much with Juzo. Um, there were so many points where it could have been, like, super awesome, and then it kind of just disappointed me. Um, I feel like, you know, that, I mean, it was kind of was kind of a little obvious that Danny was up to something. He was the butler, and the butler always does it, so... Uh, but... <laughs> just saying, it's always the butler's fault. Um, I think the the hand is going to become a part of Juzo, because, you know, Juzo ain't got no arm right now, so hopefully next season, he'll have a nice hand buddy who has his own mind, but never mind, because I just went dirty-minded with that, so we'll ignore that. Uh... And then, of course, you know, Bruin had to somehow be in this episode some way, somehow. I'm just kind of, like, over it, and I just wish that there would be more action. And I feel like for the last, like, three episodes, it's been pretty fucking anticlimactic and just kind of dragging on. Um, I'm still going to give it a dynamic because I did overall like the season, but uh, I'm definitely going to give this episode itself a needs more training. All right. Uh, needs more training from Autonomous. 
Uh, I love you. Let's not do this. I love you. Come on no. now. Let's uh, let's go ahead and let you do your thing. Um, I will say that music is always on point. I enjoyed that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this episode hit me different than the last episode. Uh, the last episode had a lot of missing points. But so did this episode. Like, why the fuck is this episode better than the last episode? And I was considering that. And I kept thinking about it. But I can't put my finger on it. Uh, I will give this episode a dynamic. I definitely enjoyed how the story moved. And how the hands were, like, you know, a separate entity besides the protagonist and antagonist. So I was like, oh, that's a nice twist. I like this. Very nice. And then... uh uh, other other than that, I would say, you know, the episode itself, the action was nice. It wasn't overwhelming. They had a nice uh, flow of exposition about what was going on, in, you know, in her life and this, you know, each of the main characters' lives. Uh, but you know, as a series itself, I would I would definitely give it like a like a special beam cannon because like I feel like this is the type of show where I would watch <laughs> as a filler. In between other anime and not really like you know you know I'm setting time aside for this. Anime. I feel that I can understand. So I was like to me, I was like, man, I feel this is a special beam cannon now, and I was like, because at the end of it all, it's like nothing came to fruition. Each of the you know monster of the week type stories was nice, and I can you know kind of understand why Polly is angry at this monster of the week type shit because it's like. You know, these characters are way more than what the story is. But you put them together, and for some reason, they're less than the sum of the parts. So that kind of burned me. Um, That's what I got, man. So a special beam cannon for the series. But a dynamic for the episode, because fuck. You got to be fucking... I mean, all right. uh, (laughs) Special beam cannon for the series. I'm fucking weak. Uh, my dynamic for the episode. Uh, Paulie, go ahead. So, um, so I actually really like this episode, um, mostly because I feel like this is filler done well, and because uh, it doesn't really have anything to do with the main story, which is the only reason why I'm I'm kind of like irritated that this was the last episode because. Like, why is this the last episode of the of the season, and it's like a filler episode that doesn't really have anything to do with the main story? That that part I didn't understand. Um, but I but but that aside, my thought on that aside, I thought this episode was well constructed. I like the little story uh, of the girl and the butler. I like the the ghost uh, angle. I like the hands and how they actually like. I like that they could take an old trope like a a person being afraid of a ghost in the house or a haunted house or something like that, and then apply the the extends to that and give it a, a new, breathe new life into that concept. So that part I, I thought was dope. So my 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 feelings about this particular episode is it's a mimetic. My feelings on the series as a whole for this season is needs more training, and my reason for that is kind of like uh, along the lines of what Gong and Yoni said. Like, I felt like uh, after the armed incident, the season kind of tanked after that. And that's been like literally like the last four or five episodes. I I lost count now. But basically after the whole armed, Gondry, 
and Juzo uh, incursion, everything since then has just been mess. And um, we've had like these episodes in between with like Colt that are just kind of fillerish, even though I thought Colt was an interesting character. Uh, I just thought that the story told with him was not interesting. And we get to the last episode and it has this filler episode. Uh, so I felt like half of the season was really good. And then half of the season was just sort of bland. So that's why I'm a needs more. I can respect that. Season. I can respect that. Needs more training from Pauly for the season. And a, uh, did you give the episode a Mynamic as well? I did. You niggas disgust me. <laughs> Majority of these fucking episodes got Mynamics. And you bastards have the nerve to give it anything less. I gave the season a Mynamic. Hey, I'm calling it like it is. You're calling Just... it like a boomer. Uh, <laughs> fucking <laughs> this shit. I thought the I thought the show was solid throughout. I didn't really get bored with it ever. I didn't find any of the episodes like boring. I mean, he's a fucking detective. You know what I'm saying? He's he's gonna do odd jobs in between. Like he's not. It's not always gonna be pushing the narrative forward. I mean, the, the overarching, is it arching, arcing? I don't well, know. You're right. Overarching. The, the, uh, the, the Beruin, Beruin, whatever the fuck. The Beruin. corporation. Uh, oh, don't try and say that all smooth. Fucking mm. the, uh, <laughs> the corporation shit was still looming in the backdrop for the entire season. So I feel like pieces got moved towards that each episode um for this particular one i liked the little fucking ghost hands uh i thought they were cool they they fucking became friendly and like little i don't know extend extended fucking pets or some shit like that i don't know it was great uh i like how uh mary gushed over that fucking bike and then they crashed that shit <laughs> On a train, like on the train tracks, <laughs> like five minutes later. Um, I mean, obviously, the butler was the, the butler bank. always did it. The I butler. mean, of course, of course, the you know, like, is that nigga? Um, and then, uh, you know, I like how in the beginning they uh, what's my man name? Glasses boy with the needles or whatever. He drives the little Porsche or whatever fucking car. Hey man, you're the one who likes. The uh, I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember character names. Like even it's, even in my hero, I'm not gonna remember all the character names. It starts so with a K. Give me a second. I just throw in shade because it's fun. It's not Cro fun. It's her Cronin. Cronin. Her name is Cronin. Autonomous. Autonomous. Uh, autonomous himself. Um. I fucking hate y'all. Like he, uh, you know, he basically was like, "We're not gonna be investigating them. We're gonna leave the the uh, Pepper and Seven alone." Uh, but he's still gonna do what he do. What the fuck, man? They just what? fucking go somewhere and they don't fucking show up anymore. Like, come on, man! It's one more. What? The, what you mean? Is the series over? I'm pretty sure it's gonna get a season two. 
Well, um, I can't doubt you on that unless I get different news. Yeah, I think it's going to get a season two. There's too many like threads that clearly way too many get. threads. Yeah, but I mean that's what a first season does. Like it didn't carry itself like something that was getting canceled after one. It has a larger story to tell. I'm looking forward to seeing what else happens. I want to know what's up with this little fucking Juzo Junior Seven, and yep. you know I want to see how the uh, I don't I fucking forget the kid's name Harmony Boy. You know I'm, I'm sure he's gonna. Yeah, he's probably he's probably gonna end up being like the handler or whatever for Juzo, the motherfucker that pulls the trigger. Every time, or some shit like like Pepper is for seven. Um, but anyway, yeah, I thought the whole it was like a super creative show. Uh, nigga had a gun for a head, and we kind of just went with it for for the whole season. Niggas didn't care. Niggas accepted Juzo from the jump. This motherfucker lost an arm. He makes losing an arm look cool. I don't want to do it myself, but you know. The fucking little sleeve flapping in the wind. Shit was uh shit was majestic. Anyway, my dynamic for both this season and the episode. <laughs> okay. Uh moving on to my hero academia, episode 74. Um My Hero Macadamia Net. Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 Uh, nope. Definitely not that. Uh, please uh, do your <laughs> recap. <Yeah>. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so <sighs> the episode starts off with Overhaul revealing that his bullet is finally complete. Um, after that, we get a flashback of when Twice and Toga joined the Hasaikai, and Shin forced him to tell him what their uh, quirks were and what they were if they were here to uh, betray them. Overhaul allows them in, apologizes for killing Mange, and hopes of them getting over it. And then tells him that they can't leave because he doesn't quite trust them yet. Uh, fast forward to the future, or the present, rather. Mimic gets pissed off um, at Toga. Well, Toga pisses him off with what she says about how the Yakuza is weak. Um, after that happens, uh, he reveals his location and Eraserhead is able to shoot him and well not shoot him. Eraserhead is able to take his quirk away. Hold on, y'all. Okay, sorry about that. Eraserhead is able to take take his quirk away and he's able to get caught and smacked in the fucking face with Sir's thick ass paperweight or whatever. Uh after that Lemillion catches up with Overhaul and Shin and what is his name? Do y'all remember the third guy's name? The other mm, villain? Nope. I don't do uh, names. Uh, Potter. Yeah. Catches up with them and tries to take Eerie from them. Um, they try to throw 
uh, Lemillion off balance, but Lemillion, you know, he's always off balance because of his quirk. Uh, they make him tell the truth about why he left Erie that day. They make him <clears throat> tell them what his quirk is. Uh, they go into this really big fight. And I don't really want to talk about that because I feel like I would rather hear people's reviews. So they get into a fight and Muriel gets shot with the bullet. And then it ends with Deku coming through the wall. So go ahead and do your reviews, guys. Because I know I know Polly's been waiting to talk about this episode. All right. Well, Polly, you go ahead and uh, start it off. Ah, my time has come. Yes. Can we can we all just take a moment of silence for these bitch ass niggas who try to run up against me? <laughs> <laughs> they they how they really they? did. They how, how dare they? We had some punk ass dude named Sloshed. He was he was trying to throw out the boy equilibrium. He was like, nah, fuck that shit. I'm about to smack your ass with with, with the hands <laughs> of God. We had some dude trying to like uh, get him to uh, confess his feelings, like he a damn shrink or some shit. Fuck out of here with that bullshit, bruh. Uh, he got hit with a clothesline from God. That's what happened. And then uh, Muriel ran up on old boy. He he swung his foot through Aries' head and permeated through her head and hit the guy. That shit was tight. Her. That shit was <laughs> that so shit fucking was dope, tight. Dog. It was. And then, and then he goes on to lay that. He laid hands that like that only. He laid like wilder hands on him. He laid wilder hands on those like like Shisaki was just like getting his ass whooped all over the place, and they was they was desperate too. I, I don't know. Like I've never seen like such a display other than like All Might, and it just gave me those those vibes. And I kind of understood in that moment why Sir picked Mirio. He saw what All Might gives him every single time. So that, that was dope as shit. And then. They they hit him with the bullet after they made like basically they gave him a Sophie's choice and then he 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 decided to be a hero to the end, um, and and took the bullet for Aerie, not knowing that Aerie could be you know Overhaul could just give her her quirk back by reconstructing her from 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 jump, but um, <coughs> even after he lost his quirk he still was handing out these hands, so um, I don't know bro what more do you want from a hero than what Muriel did in this episode my fucking name. My motherfucking Namek from Pauly the Wise Guy. Uh, Yoni, go ahead. Please actually do go and I have to go do something real quick. I... What? That's... All right, go ahead, Gong. Okay, so this this is the episode where the roller coaster starts climbing that, little, that ladder and you're going to go to the top. And as you're, you know, going up that, you know, rickety shack to the top of the the hill, you're getting these chills because, uh, like, I can count specifically four moments where it's like, oh, man, I got chills. Oh, man, I got chills. And, like, this episode is the ramp for the next few episodes. Like, no doubt all of us have already watched and have been, like, you know, way watched way ahead. Um, uh, it, it's definitely the point where... Uh, it's like a flashback to episode 67 where like he couldn't stop being disappointed in himself because he had to let Eri go and then you know that moment in time is cemented in his actions and that uh, you can feel 
the this character just like putting everything into himself to make sure that he keeps his promise. Uh, it's definitely the uh, the emotional roller coaster that I signed up for. It's definitely a dynamic. Uh, the fight scenes are beyond you know everything that you would expect in a normal shonen show. Uh, every movement is like hyped up with emotion, and like I can't believe how well they they draw you into this episode. Uh, uh, it's definitely a dynamic. If you're not caught up on My Hero, I would recommend just binging from 67 onward to really, you know, understand the depth of each of his actions and the weight behind this battle among the other ones coming up ahead. Definitely My Namek. All right, a My Namek from Gong. Yoni, have you returned? No. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and also give it a My Namek. Nigga Lamillion, aka 1010 for the win. Uh, fucking body <laughs> niggas with his quirk, without a quirk, was just a god all throughout. It makes me want, uh, makes me like think, damn, Night Eye was right. This nigga should have got fucking one for all. He's the hero that we deserve and that we need. Uh, get the fuck out of here, Deku. This is the real nigga right here. Fucking rude. Fucking rude. All right. Ain't shit you could say Naruto related around about this nigga. Fuck this him. motherfucker is, is God tier creation. That has blonde has... hair like Naruto, man. Nah. The y'all are fucking nah, rude. Nah, nah, fuck that blonde hair shit. Yo, fuck about that shit. Motherfucking the million. Motherfucking putting the million hands on motherfucking niggas' faces. <laughs> fucking rude. <laughs> Dynamic for me, dog. That's like this. I I can't even. I can't, I'm I'm so happy that he's gonna get his quirk back. You know he's gonna get it back. You know what I'm saying? It's and I I can't even talk more because it's gonna spoil future episodes that we have to cover. Man, <laughs> it's so good, just so good, so good. Still pretty okay. good. Uh, we could just say the uh, episode left you breathless. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We can say that. <laughs> can we talk about that? Uh, the, the, the topic that we sort of touched on, like, what uh, do you really feel that Mario was a better uh, successor for all uh, one for all than Deku? And every okay, no. like, uh, only because he has a quirk already. Do I think that he? doesn't necessarily need one for all. And like somebody like Deku needs to be a hero and needs, you know, he, he ain't going to do it with no quirk. He's going to be a fucking cop at best. You know what I'm saying? So only in that regard do I say no. But Mirio is that nigga. Straight up. Like, and this nigga, you know, super fucking happy goddamn Captain Positivity fucking throws hands like nobody's fucking business. This nigga is gonna be he should that they had to neuter him because they knew if they let this nigga continue with his work, nigga's gonna be like Deku who this nigga is nothing compared to Mario. <laughs> so they had to take his quirk to make the fucking playing field level for this nigga Deku. Alright? Is you done or is you finished? I'm t- never. Never done, never finished. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all go ahead. What you what you got to say about it, Gone? What you think, brother? 
I think everyone's missing the opportunity. Like, Night Eye should have gotten All Might's power. Night Eye already has a banging ass fucking quirk. And but he's, no, he doesn't. You don't put need those that power. two things together, the next person is going to have everyone's abilities before that. So the next person would have Night Eyes plus All Might. Can you no, imagine no, no, what no, that no, would no. be like? I think that's all for one. I don't think one for all does that, right? A one for all does do that, but it doesn't do it. It's not guaranteed for everybody who, who gets but I, like to me, that that's the opportunity that's missed, and I I think if they had that different kind of thinking, maybe you wouldn't be in this situation. Yeah, I don't I don't I think that that uh, All Might's ability, so one for all plus Night Eye's ability to uh, foresight, that could have been a very oh, dope yeah. combination. I thought it was all for one, and one for all was the villain. It's gone. I, I'm, I'm sorry. All, all for one. All for one. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, all for yeah. one is the. Uh, is the one of the villains. One for all yeah. is the one of the hero. Right. Anyway, so then my thought is, I think that uh, if you, kind of like what Gong said about Sir getting um, one for all, if Muriel got one for all with his already uh, exceptional ability, if you add the the power and capability of one for all to that, Mirio would be unstoppable. <laughs> like right. that that's just true. Also, he has the same temperament of all might. But I think the one thing that we're missing, and probably the reason why I'm gonna <clears> say <throat> Deku, Deku should be the successor, is because um to an extent, All Might's way his his thought process and his way of being a hero uh is somewhat limited. Um <clears throat> And even though he's the greatest hero of that time frame, uh, mm-hmm. it's just that uh, I think that's part of the reason why he's not able to kind of keep going on anyway is because of his own limitations as a hero. And I think Deku will, will find a way to push that beyond what what All Might was able to do. I think Mario would always... Like say plus ultra or some shit. Continue? <laughs> Metaphorically, <laughs> yes. But I know I, I think that Mirio would be a, a, a hero in the same vein of All Might and wouldn't be able to push it further. Uh, so it wouldn't be it would be it would remain status quo, which is not bad. It's just that Deku, I think, what's coming in the future, and I'm not speaking off any canon. I don't know. I'm, I'm just uh, um, speculating. Speculating, yeah. Uh, I I think what's coming in the future is going to require some, a hero that is greater than what All Might could ever be. And I think that Deku has that has that ability to be that because I think that Deku sees heroism from a different uh, perspective than all these other characters have seen it from. Um, so that's my 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 pick is Deku. Uh, I think that is an interesting perspective. I guess I look at Mirio powering through, not even having a quirk for like ten seconds or whatever, and still doing great things. Okay. Go ahead. You 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 say that that he you know he powered through without having the quirk and then and he was still you know going, but Deku will fucking do that too because let me not remind you niggas. I keep no, reminding he y'all. Did. I'm saying like I think he's more in the vein of Deku than he is. He might be a perfect blend of the two. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't think he's just a straight up, you know, carbon copy of his hero approach to All Might. Yeah. I think I think Deku, I think Deku is 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 great for a successor because for one, for one, I think a lot of people forget that 
before All Might got his got one for uh offer one, he didn't have a quirk. One for either. all, goddammit. One for all. Before All Might got one for all, he didn't have a quirk either. He was quirkless, just like Deku. Okay. But he had heart. Mm. So so that's why that's why All Might gave it to Deku for one, because he's seen himself in Deku. Deku himself can create it and do what All Might didn't do with it. Like already he's doing shoot style. All Might ain't never did no shit like that. Like Deku be break All Might not no weak ass little bitch who breaks. Deku be break dancing. Okay, okay, but Deku be break dancing on his arm is useless. Okay, but strong. You got you also gotta think about it though. Like All Might gave didn't give him the 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 power the quirk until he was strong enough to handle the quirk just what is that called when it's just know, sitting there form? oh i don't know what you mean when when like it's just it's just there it's just existing he 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 because have he if he had it gave the quirk to deku right when he met deku and and he decided to make him him his predecessor right successor right then God and there. Damn it. Successor. whatever <laughs> when he decided to do it, autonomous, autonomous, autonomous predecessor, boy, that's your new name. Oh my god, y'all killing me! But right when he met Deku and he decided to make him his successor or whatever, he uh, if he had gave him the quirk, then Deku would have died, and he said that, so he had to make Deku stronger. And then mm-hmm. once he made Deku stronger, Deku didn't even get time to test it out. He went straight into the test. So he didn't understand that doing 100% would fuck his arm up or doing less than that. And then by then, by that time, he really didn't have time to, to be training with the quirk because All Might wasn't really around. All Might was a teacher and he was, you know, starting school and he was doing student shit. And then whenever he, you know, understood if I do 100%, even then he didn't really have a fucking choice because he kept getting attacked. And that's why I feel like people are not giving Deku the the credit he, he deserves because he's brought... He's brought it a long way compared to where he was before without all that training. And I feel like if he had the time that that Mirio was given with Mirio's personal quirk, the quirk he was born with, if he had that amount of training time that Mirio had for that quirk, Deku would be fucking fucking amazing. He would be great. He would he would be fucking superb, okay? And then a lot of people would be like, Oh, well, yeah, you know, I can (laughs) <laughs> I fucking hate you. I can see why he. Everybody would would see why 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 All Might chose him. But Deku really hasn't had the chance to actually train with this quirk the way he's supposed to. He's been a, they've been attacked constantly every t- chance well, that he, he had a chance. chance to train. That's why he learned full cowl. That was it though. That was all he he didn't get to really understand or get to learn how to do the the what's it called? Get it all the way up to. A hundred percent. He didn't. He didn't get the chance to actually get it to that point. That's what I'm saying. He didn't get the chance to learn how to use it at max power without harming mm-hmm. himself. That's what I'm trying to say. Whereas Muriel grew up with his quirk, and yeah, he was disappearing into shit, and you know, like pretty much drowning underground. How to harness that power and all that shit, of course. But he learned. But Muriel had an exponential amount of time to learn how to control it. And Deku got like what a month and a I'm half. A, you know what? Nah, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you right there. This nigga Deku <laughs> was watching fucking YouTube videos of All Might since he could fucking watch anything. He didn't fucking know what All the right? power he did was though. He was studying tape. 
He didn't he fucking knew. know what the power did. He fucking knew. He knows all this niggas fucking. No, no. He, he didn't know. He, he didn't know what the fuck. No. All right? No. From Silver Rage to fucking Golden Age, <laughs> he fucking know everything about this nigga all night. He didn't fucking know what oh, the yeah, power did. This nigga, this nigga dead cool. We making no. excuses for this weak ass nigga. Uh, no, no, I'm right? not. You know who wasn't weak at this point in the goddamn story? Motherfucking. He's not man. fucking weak. He's that a weak ass little bomb. baby. No, he's not. Yeah, no, he's fucking not. Who you are great. rude. You are great. You are fucking rude. You are fucking rude. Miriam had every. Mario had his whole fucking life to do this. Deku had his whole up. fucking life, man. He had his whole fucking life. He had his whole fucking life to learn how to use his quirk. Deku was just Deku was just watching. Deku was just watching YouTube videos. Yeah, how you gonna learn how to how to control a quirk? He was watching YouTube videos. Dog, I'm telling you the answer. YouTube. You don't got the answer. You can go YouTube and shit right now and learn how to do that. Why do you break your finger then? Because he was excited. He was happy. He no. wasn't using his brain. Okay? He wasn't thinking about <laughs> all the videos. Oh <laughs> all right? And he would have broke another finger. No. You well, don't got a fucking answer, finger. Slay. A finger is better than an arm, nigga. It's better. Yeah, whatever, man. No, no. I mean, for, for the sake of narrative, Deku needed to be the the successor for the sake of narrative. I'm just saying Lemillion would have been a better choice because he's better than Deku. He's fucking better. Okay? He's fucking better. He's also Whatever. older. I don't care if he's fucking older. He's one year older or some shit. I don't Whatever. know. He, he's Whatever. bigger, better. He Whatever. got 10, 10 eyes. I'm saying Night Eyes would have been way better. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, ten, ten eyes, ten, ten eyes is a is a is a, a good a, a plus. It's a plus. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking hate you, nigga. <laughs> he said he's bigger, better, and he got ten ten eyes. <laughs> but could you imagine Bakugo with that shit, Power Man? Fucking blow up the whole goddamn block. Nah, Bakugo is a hothead ass nigga. You can't give no nigga like that the fucking power of Superman. <laughs> Hey, you can't hand Bakugo the, the, the nuclear uh, football. Yeah, no, <laughs> the nuclear yeah. option. You know, he, hell no. He's pressing that red button no matter what. <laughs> but the Bakugo, hero, Bakugo you know, be like, let me fucking save you. Shut the fuck up. We'll kill the shit out of everybody he's trying to save. So now nah, I'm good with Bakugo just not having one for all at all. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Lemillion oh, wow. 2020. No, fuck Lemillion. I mean, I like oh, him, wow. but no, he don't deserve that quirk. Night I saw what could have been. Yeah, and then mm, you lucky we not at that episode right Ah, uh, you saw <laughs> You motherfucker. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway. News? Anybody? Anybody got news? Well, I was going to say, shouldn't, uh, we should probably talk about which episode, uh, which Shows that we're gonna use to yeah, replace uh, no guns. Uh, to replace say, no guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say infinite dead dragon. I'm still I'm still throwing my hat in for uh, 
keep your hands off uh, Izokian or whatever that shit is. Oh, okay. Even though Paulie, Paulie said he didn't like the first episode, but I feel like Paulie's full of shit. He got to rewatch that shit. <laughs> as, a, as a creative, you know, that shit was know, so great and inspiring. Yeah, I don't know. I, I know it's not like your cup of tea. Yeah, that's what it really is. Uh, I watched the first two episodes, to be honest with you. But, like, actually, because I'm an artist, I was kind of interested in it. That's why I watched it without, I mean, I watched this like weeks ago. Um, and Damn. I was just like, oh, this is, this looks interesting. But then when the episode started and they started doing what they were doing, I was just like, yeah, this ain't going to be for me. But whatever, if the if the if the podcast as a whole decides to do, I'm about it, to say I'm that's gonna... just that's just my pick. But I, we're gonna, you know, we have a, a litany of options. Oh uh, man, so many options. But I don't know. I thought Kong, weren't y'all saying that like everything seemed like it was a sequel to some shit or something like that? Like the yeah, we got awful. a lot of sequelitis because I'm thinking if uh, my hero is stalled, we could probably hop on the high queue. Well, high queue or mob. There's also the other the other uh, series that that are continuing on uh, into like 24 and 26 episodes that we didn't. So like yeah. I I hear a Nosora, which is that basketball joint. Um, mm-hmm. And Let, let's just uh, say that basketball joint is dead. All right, we're, we're gonna we're gonna power through 20 something episodes. <laughs> of that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, I, it's worth it. I'm telling you. Uh, I don't wanna. Like whatever, like we said, whatever the pod decides as a whole that they want to watch or it looks interesting, we can do that shit. Um, I ain't tripping. If it's the basketball shit, we can do the basketball shit. Uh, Flip, was you on the the podcast when we were watching our ReZero? No, nah, I wasn't around. Well, I need y'all to tell yeah. me which what y'all gonna choose because I gotta that was watch it to highest. recap. Um, well, I mean, you know, we don't have to decide right now. We don't even have the full cast talking about it. Shout out yeah. to to Cat. We love you. Sorry you didn't pay him. Shout out love to Star. You. I know you're angry because you gotta Word. you know go out of yeah. town, but we love you still. Speaks for yourself, nigga. Speak for you. <laughs> Oh, well, I guess I just love everybody. (laughs) (laughs) That boy. Retire that one forever. (laughs) That was scary. Um, Ten ten eyes. Ten ten eyes, nigga. I fucking hate you. (laughs) Right. Well, I I ain't got no other news, but. All right. My hero is out in theaters this month. Go see it. Oh yeah, are we gonna? Konosuba's out in theaters too. (laughs) We definitely covering that. We definitely covering. Yeah, hell yeah. All right, so I gotta make sure I uh, go get a ticket to go see it. Yeah. Oh yep. Uh, all right, guys. Well, that'll do it for this uh, very interesting episode of Dynamics. Uh, (laughs) Dynamics. I guess, uh, you know, we'll see you here next time. Uh, maybe we'll do like a little mini-sode to announce the third show, just so niggas that are keeping oh, that's track nice. along with us know what the nice fuck thing. we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anyway. Uh, holla. Peace out. Peace. Peace.